Hi, I'm Freddie Grimm, and you're listening to North Augusta on Top. Hey, North Gorgeous. Welcome to North Augusta on Top, a new podcast experience that celebrates the power of community through storytelling, conversations with leaders, and our virtual marketplace, the North Augusta on Top Shop, where every purchase benefits the causes featured on our episodes. Become an engaged listener by joining the movement at NorthAugustaOnTop.com, where we're working together to turn a city in South Carolina's long overdue coming of age story into its success story. North Augusta, this one's for you. I'm your host, native North Augustan, but now full-blown New Yorker, Joseph Stanick. And that's a sound effect. Nobody's clapping for me right now. It's been 19 years since I've lived in North Augusta, and now I create television specials, live concert events, Grammy award-winning educational initiatives, and now podcasts that try to cover the entire spectrum of philanthropic causes, but are unified by their abilities to help change the world. Each episode of North Augusta on Top is designed to benefit one of the following industries in North Augusta, South Carolina. Historical preservation, education, urban development, training in the fine arts, animal rights, local farms and gardens, and live theater. Please like, comment, share, and subscribe to anything and everything you can possibly like, comment, share, and subscribe to that's related to North Augusta on Top because this is a gift that really only works if the community takes advantage of it. The more y'all listen, learn, and shop, the more prosperous the city of North Augusta becomes. That's just how we do it up here at the top, with North Augusta on top. This is episode two, entitled Let's All Be More Like Freddie Grimm. Where I introduce you to Freddie Grimm, who, I don't say this lightly, is the most outstanding model of a human being I have ever had the privilege of meeting. Oprah, if you're listening to this, you've just been outranked. We'll talk about his 39 years and counting career over at the Savannah River site and the many ways he's helping build a brighter future for North Augusta as a member of the board of directors with a group you may have heard of called North Augusta Forward. I'm excited to say that all proceeds from this episode's product sales, available at NorthAugustaOnTop.com, will be donated to North Augusta Forward to help fund the next stages of the Greenways expansion to help maintain the Bluebird houses on the Barbara S. Green Bluebird Trail for the city's growing Bluebird population, and to help fund the dozens of other initiatives North Augusta Forward continuously creates in support of our city's prosperity. The next time you're shopping for a gift for someone or maybe for a treat for yourself, please consider the North Augusta on top shop because A, you're gonna look awesome in any of that swag that we've got. And B, every purchase makes you a hometown hero. You can even shop while you listen, unless you're driving. Don't shop and drive. We'll make you a hometown hero when you're home. Before we get any further, I have to take a moment to say, I can't believe this episode exists in the first place and that it turned out the way that it did. First and foremost, this episode's North Augusta moment is provided by Hit It Siri. None other than the Honorable Britton Williams, mayor of the city of North Augusta. The mayor. I know, I can't believe it either. And here's a mind-blowing fact about Mayor Williams and North Augusta on top. You ready for this? Out of all the people I emailed to ask if they wanted to participate in this podcast, he was the quickest to respond. The mayor. (laughs) Although we've had minimal communication in the past, there's no way he could have known how this podcast was going to turn out. Heck, 
I didn't know how it was going to turn out then either. But because he knew this podcast is about the city of North Augusta, and he saw its potential to do amazing things for the city and for the community, he leapt on board, no questions asked. This man is a class act. Y'all are lucky to have him. And you'll hear his North Augusta moment in just a bit, right after the North Augusta on Top theme song. Secondly, when I reached out to the U.S. Department of Energy to ask if I could interview someone from North Augusta that works at the Savannah River site, I already knew they were going to say no. As it turns out, that wasn't the only thing I was wrong about. Take a listen. Psst. Hey. Thanks for meeting me here. Look. We only have a couple of minutes before the theme song starts up, and I've got a lot to say. The reason I've asked you to meet me here is... Wait, what was that? That was the oh, call of Siri. a common loon or great northern diver. Sorry, Siri, you startled me. You know I'm on edge today. It's okay. Okay, a quick history lesson. In the 1950s, at the beginning of the Cold War, the Soviet Union and the United States entered a nuclear arms race to see which of us could produce more nuclear weaponry than the other. It soon became clear to President Truman and his advisors that they needed to build a new industrial complex to keep up with what they thought the Soviets were producing. But where would they build it? They began a meticulous national search for a plot of land perfectly suited for these purposes. It had to be large enough to support as many buildings as they needed and vast enough to protect any neighboring populations. It had to be remote enough to be hidden, but relatively close to military presence in case there was an attack. They also needed a robust local population to work at the plant. They needed mild year-round weather conditions with ample water sources to cool the nuclear reactors as part of the process. They needed a stable, more or less predictable geology to help prevent explosions. And they also needed fast labor to construct it all from scratch. The best fit in the entire nation? A 310-square-mile plot of land in southwestern South Carolina along the Savannah River. And just like that, the U.S. government prepared to break ground on what would soon become the Savannah River Site. The first hurdle they had to clear before construction began was relocating the 6,000 residents that lived there at the time. The South Carolina towns of Ellington, Dunbarton, Myers Mill, Hawthorne, Robbins, and Lee were dismantled and completely wiped off the map in less than two years so that this new complex could help ensure the protection of our entire nation. One of the first efforts in transforming this existing farmland into a nuclear weaponry complex was to plant a forest, a really big forest. The forest would prove to be essential in controlling erosion and establishing a physical barrier to maintain the plant's isolation. The U.S. National Forestry Service planted 100,000 pine trees a day as the nuclear plant was being built, planting their 100 millionth tree in 1968. I'm telling you, this forest is huge. Just beyond the edge of the forest, the neighboring city of North Augusta, South Carolina, grew in population as the pine forest grew in height and density. It didn't take long for urban legends to circulate about the forbidden forest next door. And soon the forest, which was already shrouded in highly classified government secrets, developed something of a scary reputation, as most thick, dense forests across the world tend to do. Personally, I've been scared of what goes on in that forest for as long as I can remember. Oh! <clears throat> now listen, 
I couldn't have a podcast about innovators in North Augusta and just ignore the brilliant minds in our community that work at the nuclear complex next door. I've got to face my childhood fears today, all for the sake of helping North Augusta prosper through this podcast. I doubt they'll even want to speak to us anyway. <clears throat> Car clearance isn't high enough. All I need to do is open my laptop, go to their website, and find the right person to connect me with someone who's perfect for this podcast. Shouldn't be too hard, right? Just open the laptop, go to their website, srs.gov, enter. Oh gosh, there's a video. It's probably some sort of warning telling us to get away. What should I do? Play it. Okay, here goes. Ah! Hi everyone, welcome to the Department of Energy's Savannah Riverside. We're going to go on a virtual tour today and show you a lot of things that go on behind the Wait, scenes Wait, what is here. this? I, I think we're on the wrong website. So SRS.gov. Is this from the future? Ha, <laughs> yeah, Siri, ha, it's from the ha. future. A future world where SRS openly greets the public. Ha, ha, a bus ha. tour of the Savannah River site? <laughs> is this some kind of a joke? Can somebody play the theme song while I go figure out what's going on? Thanks. city of paradise cross the river up on the hilltop where the grass is greener and the folks are nice tea is sweet and the fireworks pump n-o-r-t-h-a-u-g-u-s-t-a north augusta north augusta north augusta we like it on top hi this is mayor Britton williams and this is my north augusta moment I've lived in North Augusta close to 30 years, and it has always amazed me that we have never utilized the actual river before. Now, we've built a baseball stadium, a golf course, and we have wonderful neighborhoods, but we never actually held an event where you actually got in the water. Well, once I got elected as mayor, our council came together and we decided we would have our first rocking and rafting event. We had food trucks, we had vendors from outside businesses, we had music, and of course we had races. We had kayak races, paddleboard races, and even homemade raft races. Now, of course, you can't push for something without doing it yourself. So we got a giant yellow <laughs> inflatable duck that I got on, I kind of straddled it, and I was pulled behind the boat a couple of hundred yards at the start of the event and what I saw absolutely amazed me. Hundreds of citizens along the banks of the river cheering and watching. It was literally straight out of a Mark Twain novel, some Tom Sawyer book. A small southern town with folks lined up on the banks of the mighty Savannah River on a beautiful Saturday afternoon watching races go right down the river. It was a North Augusta moment for me to see a vision come true and how these types of events really do make you realize that although we are growing, we still have that small town feel.
Our guest today has dedicated nearly four decades of his life in a career working for the United States Department of Energy in a number of impressive positions at the Savannah River site, including chief engineer and director of research operations for the Savannah River National Laboratory. Currently, he serves as the Director of Business, Planning and Integration for Savannah River Nuclear Solutions, with overall responsibility for Savannah River Nuclear Solutions project controls, risk management, continuous improvement, and program integration, among other wonderful responsibilities. He serves on the Board of Directors for North Augusta Forward and on the North Carolina State University Nuclear Engineering Undergraduate Advisory Board. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Mr. Freddie Grimm. Freddie, welcome to North Augusta on Top. Joseph, I really appreciate this opportunity. Just can't wait to speak with you today, sir. Well, let's get into it then. Thanks for being here, Freddie. I have to start by saying how utterly surprised I am at how transparent the Savannah Riverside's website is with what you guys do out there on the property. Not only is it transparent, but I actually felt like I had known Bob Bonnet my whole life after watching the Get on the Bus video tour that he hosted. Are you surprised that people out there like myself still think of SRS as being such a secretive place? Not at all. And Bob Bonnet is a great American. He sits right across the hallway from me here. He's just a super person. To get on the bus tour was an awesome idea. He's such a great facilitator of that. And he leads our outreach program and gives awesome tours. So anybody listening to the podcast, you can go to our website. You can learn more about the tours here at the site. You can come out. The gates are open with a lot of security supervision. They're open. We'd love to show you what we do here at the Savannah Riverside. But it's not surprising, Joseph, because back in the day when you were growing up, when I first got here, we were still in the Cold War. And we were racing with the Russians to produce as much material as we could. And it was very secretive. And we still are told not to talk about the security aspects of our work. We must protect that. But it's really no secret what we do here. And we want to be transparent. That's the right word that you chose. We want to be totally transparent. We want to build trust with our communities. We want to build relationships with our communities. We want them to know we're good citizens. We're good neighbors. We're part of the communities. We want you to understand what we're doing here and the vital nature of the missions that we have at the Savannah River site. My favorite part of the tour were the nuclear reactors that have been decommissioned and filled in with cement to contain and control any residual radiation that's been lingering around. Freddie, is it weird that I think these gigantic blocks of cement are stunning? No, it's not at all. That's called in-situ remediation. We work that very closely with the South Carolina Department of Health and Environmental Control. That is a wonderful approach to putting them in a safe state so that no contaminants will get out. We continue to monitor that. And there are reminders. I loved riding by both the P and the R reactors. I spent time when P was still operational in that reactor back in the 80s. And rather than just going to a green field, it's, it's a wonderful monument to what was done in that facility dating back to the early 50s when it was first put online and produced materials to protect our homeland. No, that's not funny or ironic at all. It's great that those facilities are still there. I like that you call them monuments. That's a great way to put it. Those are just two areas of the many out there, though. It's like an entire city out there. How big is SRS? Do you know? The geography that we manage is bigger than the landmass inside the beltway around Washington, D.C. 
And we have all the attributes of what every city would have with water and sewer and electric and telecommunication. We've got it all here. It's, it's an incredible, incredible asset. Y'all just received a big sustainability award from the Department of Energy last November for a remarkable discovery y'all made out there. You've been able to use that beautiful pine forest as a natural way to filter and evaporate radioactive tritium. What? We have so many brilliant people who work out here. That's just been such a blessing to interact with so many smart people. And yes, during the Cold War, things were done across the nation that, as we look back at them from an environmental perspective, maybe weren't the wisest things to do. But these folks that we have here today have come up with some amazing technologies and very simple technologies to help us work through our environmental cleanup here at the site. Well, props to you guys for tapping into Mother Nature's regenerative healing qualities. That's remarkable. Truly profound. Freddie, you guys do so many things at SRS. What does a typical day look like for you? No two days are the same. That's what makes my job as a director of business planning integration so special. No two days are the same. Obviously, as a business manager, I'm the business manager for Savannah River Nuclear Solutions. I do the typical things dealing with budgets and keeping up with expenditures. You mentioned the continuous improvement roles that I'm responsible for. We work through a lot of streamlining activities. I am a tightwad. Anybody that knows me will tell you I am super tight with a dollar because these dollars we spend, they're taxpayer dollars. They're my and your personal dollars. And I commit to you that we try to get every ounce of value we can out of every dollar that we spend here for the U.S. taxpayer and for the Department of Energy. So we're always looking for ways every single day of how to streamline, to loosen regulations where appropriate, to get to where we're providing the greatest value in everything that we do. And thank you for that. Yes, sir. It's my privilege and my honor to be able to do that every day. But, you know, as I'm now approaching four decades here at the site, one of the things I do every day is just try to be that model employee, that model leader. And I mentor folks and I have folks come by and it's it's such an honor and a privilege for somebody to say, what do you think about blank? To just be able to consult with people. I tell folks all the time, Joseph, it's all about relationships. That's one of the things my dad taught me. It's all about relationships. When I leave here, there won't be any buildings named after me. All that I will take with me when I leave the Savannah River site are relationships. So my typical day is loving on people, helping them, enabling them, trying to get roadblocks out of the way, trying to make them better and make our company better. That's what I do every day. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a model citizen among us. Freddie, I wanna know how you got this way. Where are you from? Give us a little backstory. I am from a very small town in North Carolina, Carthage, North Carolina. You may remember, Joseph, back on December the 3rd, hearing about a substation that was shot out in a small town in North Carolina, or actually a couple of substations. That's my hometown of Carthage, where a person who had bad intent shot out the substation, 32,000 people out of power for days. We were in the news, on national news, not that long ago. My wow. mom still lives there. And my father had a heating and air conditioning business. It was a small business, obviously. He taught me so much about mechanical and electrical systems, about construction. We built houses once upon a time. We had rental property. He most importantly taught me all about customer service, what it meant to have clients. 
He taught me how to care for people, how to care for them with dignity and respect. My dad loved everybody. He knew everyone and they knew him. He also knew how to tell a good story. And I find that I have taken on that attribute and love to tell a good story myself. By 16 years of age, I wanted to be an electrical engineer. I applied to NC State, got accepted, enrolled in the cooperative education program there to help pay for my education. That was a super valuable experience. Worked for Carolina Power and Light and learned so much about the utility business. I had to work really, really hard to make it through NC State. They told us then, and it turned out to be true, that only one in six of us who were entering that program would be allowed to graduate. I had to give up spring breaks while everybody else was going to Miami and partying and having a good time. I was there at NC State working. I bragged for a moment. I left NC State with 10 job offers all across the country, from California, New York, Michigan, Florida, 10 job offers. Well, this is definitely new territory for me. Tell me, how do you go about making a decision like that? I knew that a job was going to be more than just the aspects of where I was going to be working and doing, but it also included the community and the location that I was going to be living in. I interviewed early in January of 1984, with DuPont here at the site. At the time, it was known as the Savannah River plant. They offered what, in my estimation, was an absolutely incredible opportunity. While here multiple times doing house hunting trips, I toured the CSRA. And I'll tell you, Joseph, I kept coming back to North Augusta. I'd go to Augusta, I'd go out to Evans, and I'm just thinking, North Augusta is right in the center of all of this activity. And as I looked at the city and got to know it, I was introduced to the charm, to the character, to the great caring people. I'm telling you, I have traveled all over this great nation, been to a lot of places, have friends all over this country. And what we have in North Augusta is unmatched, in my humble opinion, anywhere in this country. While we're here speaking of this awesome community, I would appreciate the opportunity to give a shout out to our awesome mayor, Britton Williams, our city council, the city staff, our municipal workers, the public safety. It's all these people, Joseph, that make North Augusta such a great and safe place to live and work. Incredible bunch of people to work with. I've known Britton a long time. Our kids grew up together. He is so passionate about our city, has such a vision, and is just pouring everything he has into our city. That is a mighty good shout out. You heard that, Mayor Williams? Freddie, I know you're not at the Savannah River National Lab anymore, but you spent so many years there and undoubtedly made a huge impact there. This laboratory, by the way, is the place where modern ecology, as we know it, was born, an entire branch of science that we can thank SRS for giving us. But I want listeners to know something about the workforce at the lab. Not only are they some of the most brilliant scientific minds in the world, but according to their Facebook page, in their spare time away from the lab... Hashtag Team SRNL is constantly volunteering their time towards efforts that improve our community. Last year, they raised nearly $24,000 for Golden Harvest Food Bank, and they exceeded their $200,000 United Way campaign goal while delivering over 1,500 STEM kits to students in the CSRA as part of their outreach programs that they initiate there. This is amazing. We are very invested in the community. The communities love us, support us. It's a two-way street. We have to look out for them and they look out for us. The same is true with our congressional delegation. A great relationship there. 
we pride ourselves on what we do in our community and the investments we make there. We are so lucky, and people don't realize this. I tell all the board members frequently at North Augusta Forward about this. We have this massive incredible site, the Savannah River site. We also, across the river, have Fort Gordon that the Department of Defense is transforming into this mega cyber center, the Cyber Command Center. Two amazing federal assets. And Joseph, literally billions of dollars of investment in these two facilities. Incredible assets in our backyards We take it for granted. We just don't understand. Most citizens don't understand or appreciate the incredible investments our government is making in our communities. It's it's just mind-boggling. I read about SRS's unmanned aircraft system program, where y'all are perfecting the technology required for unmanned commercial and military flights. What? That alone is mind-boggling. And the work towards sustainability you guys do. Thanks to the Department of Energy's National Laboratories, human beings have achieved fusion ignition in a laboratory, which is probably the greatest achievement of our species in history. I need to verbalize how appreciative I am of all the work the Department of Energy puts into sustainability and protecting our planet's natural resources. This is the very work that will allow human beings to thrive symbiotically with Mother Nature's miraculous ability to regenerate. According to SRS.gov, the site has designated 178,200 acres of its property as a National Environmental Research Park, which is home to several endangered species. North Augusta, don't take SRS for granted like I have. Go out and thank an SRS worker right now for protecting the ecosystem you live in every day. And speaking of the community, Freddie, let's talk a bit about your involvement with North Augusta Forward. I'd love to. It's been my privilege and honor to be on the board of North Augusta Forward for the last over a decade now. It was a vision of one of our former mayors, Mr. Tom Green, and it was an honor and a privilege to be Mayor Tom Green's next-door neighbor for over three decades. Tom and Barbara Green, great citizens, super people. Tom Green loved this city more than any of us will ever know. At North Augusta Forward, we are working in partnership with the city, trying to make North Augusta an even greater place to live, to raise a family, to have a business. I'm proud to say that our company, SRNS, invests not only by allowing me to work with North Augusta Forward, but also invest financially. My family loves the Greenway. I mean, who doesn't? I remember when I was a kid, my parents would have to take us over to Riverwalk in Augusta for a family walk along the river. But now we don't have to cross the state line to have the same exact experience, if not a more fulfilling experience since we get to enjoy the beauty of our actual home turf. I say all this because one of North Augusta Forward's biggest initiatives is the Friends of the Greenway. Can you tell us a little bit about that? That is such an underappreciated asset that we have. I have met people from all over the state, all over the Southeast, bicyclists, joggers, people who come to North Augusta just to take advantage of the Greenway. Our Friends of the Greenway, it's a a branch of our organization. They're all committed into the maintenance, the upkeep, the vision for the Greenway. Where to put the next legs of the Greenway, the expansion of the Greenway, what we can do with it. We have come up with a plan for how we could connect the Greenway 
through the downtown area as part of that revitalization strategy. What? Yes, using the existing dedicated space that's there, the service strips behind a lot of the businesses, behind Gary's and all up and down, uh, going from the river up to First Baptist and then across George Avenue and back down. We've got a plan for how we might connect that to really bring people off the Greenway into downtown. It's an amazing, amazing trail. It's just it's fabulous. That's really incredible. Um, that's going to change the landscape down there immensely. And that will feed into your downtown revitalization initiative that you have. And it's just, again, one of the features of North Augusta that makes it a great place to live, to have a business, to have a family. Another reason I'm invested in North Augusta Forward and, and all of what we can do to make North Augusta even greater is because one of my missions here at the Savannah River site is to do what I can to help attract and retain the next generation of workers. Part of that attracting and retaining, the communities play a vital role. Where am I going to live? What does that community offer me? So making North Augusta, a compelling place to live, to work, to thrive, having parks, recreation, the Greenway, businesses, restaurants, services, all that's vital to having a thriving community. We want them to come and be attracted not only to Savannah Riverside, but I personally want them attracted to North Augusta and therefore invested in North Augusta Forward and doing all we can to make it that compelling place to live. Amen. I couldn't agree with you more. You know, I've been down a rabbit hole on the SRS website lately, and I found myself on a page that says, come work at SRS, relocate to Aiken, relocate to Augusta. And there's no North Augusta on there. We got to get it on there. Yeah, we got to fix that for sure. <laughs> well, on that note, Freddie, I hate to say it, our time is getting close to an end. At the end of every episode, I ask the same six questions to each of my guests. So are you ready for this? Lay it on me. All right. Number one, what's your favorite spot in North Augusta? My favorite spot in North Augusta is located at 625 Georgia Avenue, First Baptist Church of North Augusta. That's where I met my incredible wife who loves me and has supported me throughout our marriage. That's where I married my wonderful wife. That's where I was introduced to so many great North Augustans who have supported and mentored me. That's where we introduced our children to God. That's where I sang in the praise team for two decades, taught Sunday school, and served as a deacon. That's my favorite spot in North Augusta. Number two, what's your favorite memory of North Augusta? When my neighbor... Mayor Tom Green came up with this vision for the Greenway. And when he stepped forward, proposed this, it was established and when it was dedicated. It's something that will just always stick with me of what Tom did for our community. Number three, what's your dream for North Augusta? My dream, my hope for North Augusta is that we continue to have controlled, quality, high-tech growth. I'd love to see a major University come into the area, partner with Savannah River National Lab, partner with Fort Gordon. Given all the sensitive cyber stuff going on over at Fort Gordon, I'd love to see a developer step forward and build some sensitive compartmentalized information facilities, otherwise known as SCIFs. Make North Augusta a high-tech hub. Freddie, I normally try not to respond to the six final questions, but you really put some thought into this, didn't you? <laughs> Thank you for this very thoughtful response, all these thoughtful responses. Now I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about getting a university into North Augusta. That's a great idea. If anybody's going to put a university in North Augusta, let me tell you this. You got it on record right here at North Augusta on top that I will gladly come down and set up the theater and music departments in a heartbeat. 
Number four, using only North Augusta establishments. Construct your idea of the perfect meal for us. People who know me know that I am a really big, and it's all capital letters, I am a big eater. And those that listen to this podcast to know me are going to be laughing and smiling right now because you don't appreciate how big an eater I am. So when I think about the perfect meal, it is an all-day event. It's going to happen on a Friday, Joseph. We're going to start the day off at Gary's. We're going to go have breakfast. We're going to get the breakfast platter. Two eggs, grits, sausage, and biscuits. Mid-morning, my sweet tooth is going to kick in. We're going over to Sheila's right there on Georgia Avenue. We're going to get an apple fritter and a classic cinnamon roll. Mm. Lunch is just around the corner. We're going to go over to Antonio's. We're going to order a large Sicilian deep dish pizza with everything on it. Fast forward. We're going to go to the gym and make some more room. We're going to get ready for dinner. Dinner. We're starting at manuals. We're going to have an appetizer. Smoked salmon platter, my friend. All right. And then for the first side dish, we're going to go over to Monterey's for a guacamole salad. How appropriate. Main course. We're going over to the barbecue barn. Going on Fridays because that's when they have the rib plate special. We're going to get some mac and cheese. We'll get some baked beans. We'll have some coleslaw. And then... We're going to top it all off with dessert. We're going over to the infamous snow cap. We're going to have one of their famous root beer float. Then you know what? I'm going to go home and get in my chair and take a nap. Freddie, I'm coming down next Friday. I'll see you at Gary's. Number five, Gamecocks or Tigers? What a great question, Joseph. The answer to the question is yes. Neither of these schools can touch NC State. Go Wolfpack. Woo! Let me just say. These are two awesome schools. I've met incredible people from both of them, Joseph. And aren't we lucky to have two such historic universities in our great state? Now, I got to admit, I am slightly partial to USC because two of my children were educated there. But I love both schools. They're both great. Both are academic powerhouses and a real asset to our great state. And our final question, what advice would you have for the younger listeners out there who want to be like you when they grow up? It's a consistent message I've tried to give from a personal point of view today. Work really, really hard at whatever you're passionate about and whatever you choose to pursue. Imagine the possible and chase it. Self-assess constantly. Learn from your mistakes. Don't repeat them. Adjust your plan as necessary throughout your life. Identify role models and mentors. What attributes do they have, positive attributes that you will strive to replicate? Identify them and go after them. Conversely, I'm sure there's negative attributes in those same people. So what I've done personally is identified those type things that I don't want to be when I grow up and I have banished them from my style. Next one's very important. Be yourself. Don't try to be somebody you're not. Recognize that God has made you and has a plan for you. Pursue that. Don't be afraid to take some risk. Become really good at a few things. You know, Joseph, I see too many people today jumping around. They feel like they got to have a new job every six months. They never really become good at anything later in life. Try to master a few things. This one's going to strike a few nerves. Don't become too dependent on telework, young people. Your computer screen is not a good mentor or a role model. Get in the office. Be seen. Hook up with a mentor. Next, success will not be handed to you on a silver platter. You're going to have to work hard to achieve it. Invest yourself in your community, your family, 
your church. Share your talents. Give back some of what you have been blessed with. Final point, live your life in accordance with what you want them to say at your funeral. I close with that, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Freddie Grimm. Now do y'all see what I meant when I said I couldn't believe this episode exists in the first place and that it turned out the way that it did? Come on! We had North Augusta royalty here, Mayor Britton Williams, and then model citizen extraordinaire Freddie Grimm breezed in to change our lives with his words of wisdom. Man, life is great up here at the top. With North Augusta on top. Big, big thanks to Mayor Britton Williams, the United States Department of Energy, and the Savannah River site, particularly to the Office of External Affairs, my new friend Bob Bonnet, and of course, our special guest today, a model North Augustan, Freddie Grimm. Want to be a part of the movement? The North Augusta on Top shop has got you covered at NorthAugustaOnTop.com. Proceeds from episode two's product sales will be donated to North Augusta Forward. We've added the official Walk in the Greenway athletic shoes for men and women, which are so comfortable, supportive, and stylish that everyone in North Augusta should own a pair. We've also got some sweet Friends of the Greenway swag, including the Take a Hike t-shirt, which encourages people to take a hike on the Greenway. Get it? <laughs> and while you're there, check out the Greenway water bottles, the science sticker sheets for kids, chemistry-inspired throw pillows, and all the other merchandise that benefits other organizations working hard to make North Augusta an even better place to live, work, and own a business. Every purchase makes you a true hometown hero. Until next time, this is Joseph Stanek reminding all North Augusta on top listeners that we're North Augusta, and we like it on top. <laughs>